Blog Talk Radio. Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name.
Take a shot at it, Elder. Take a shot at Elder. Look at this. I mean, Elder Yah Israel. Y'all probably be there, see you right. God bless you, Israel. I see you, Raya. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Yah Hallelujah, Yah Elder. Well, you know it's uh, it's always a pleasure to come on the broadcast, but you know you got to be always expecting the unexpected, and uh, that's just the way it is. And that's why we know the harvest is plenty and the labels are true. But we got a job to do. That's why we have to understand we got to teach our people and we especially give them the system on account. Um, that's why I made a claim that to get in order, you're coming in. But the only way you're going to get in order, you got to you gotta line with your Bible. You don't line with your Bible. You, you know, you can mean all the good in the world, but you make decisions and the Bible don't support it, and you make a decision because of the flush or pure pressure, then, you know, you tie the hands of yourself, not Yahweh. You didn't sit there and watch it. So um, we know the great big feast is it's not a feast, but it's uh, Leviticus 23. It's seven days. It's seven righteous days in Leviticus 23. Um, a lot of them teach it by the moon. A lot of them teach about Christians teach it, period. They don't teach it at all. A lot of them teach about the moon. And, uh, you know, they, they smell hair. The Day of Atonement. And they are at the Day of Atonement. And, and now they are, they in the end of the thief. Tabernacle. But atonement and you got to know what you, you are atoning for. You got to know what you are atoning for. Then you know, and, and if you are made to, if you are made to the tabernacles, that means you are went through the atonement. You are went through the seven trumpets. That means you wasn't uh, you were doing the Bible. See, a lot of people just just think it's just a seven day feast. No, no, it's a sign that you know if you if you get to the tabernacles. That means you are made through you are made through atonement, you are you are, you are made through uh, the seven trumpets. That means you are that means you've been righteous. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Not just it is a feast day. You've been just Hey, let's talk about that for a minute, Elder. 
and Hilda Yada. Do you know, I mean, I know you know, but do you think the six anointed camps understand that because you want to know the seventh day feast of tabernacles? Uh, let's talk about that for a minute. What do you think about that, Hilda? Well, well, I just got you saying. Let's talk about it for a minute before we just do us some Luke 12, 12. Come on. The Feast of Tabernacles. <laughs> well, let me see if I can pull this strip. I'm going to run to the book of Zechariah. Run to the book of Zechariah, 14th chapter, and read a little bit. That's right. And we read Zechariah 14, verse number 1. You know, the day of Yahweh cometh. And thy spoil shall be divided in the midst of thee. But I gather all nations against Yachdah Judah to battle. And the city shall be taken in the house of Raphim. The women ravish, and half of the city shall go forth into captivity. And the residue of the people shall be not be cut off from the city. Verse 3. Then shall Yachdah go forth and fight against those nations. That's when he fought in the day of battle. Verse number 4. His feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Lawless, which is before Yagdah on the east, and the Mount of Olives shall cleave in the midst thereof, towards the east and towards the west. And there shall be a very great valley. Half of the mountain shall be removed to, towards the north, half of it towards the south. Verse number five. You shall flee to the valley of the mountains, for the valley of the mountains shall reach unto Azael. Yea, yea, shall flee. Like as you fled from the before the earthquake in the days of Uzziah, king of Yahdah Judah, and Yahweh shall come, and all the saints with thee. Hallelujah, Yahweh. So, now what else is this got to read? And, and, and matter of fact, it's so in verse nine because he got a lot of controversy based upon saying Yahweh going to even sell. He going to even sell something. And in verse nine, he gonna when he gets through doing what he got to do, and something else he gonna do in verse number nine. Hey, yo, what are you gonna do in verse number nine for the national audience? There? What are you gonna do in verse nine? Number nine reads Zechariah fourteen, verse number nine. Yahweh shall be king over all the earth in that day. Shall there be one Yahweh and his name one? His name, how many, how many of them? And his name, one. Yeah. How many, how many letters is his name going to be in there? Four letters. Y-H-W-H. So listen, when it's all said and done, listen to the National It's for you to listen. See, the six anointed counts, they will be the vehicle that's driving this said and done. When it's all said and done, it's going to be one name. He's going to, all the names you got in your mouth now, he's going to make sure you put the names down. You're going to put them down or lay down. That's simple as that. His name going to be one. And his name going to be four letters. Y-H-W-H. If you can't pronounce it, just 
issue, that's the day of atonement because all the blood that you have seen, that's why that day of atonement, um, you know, when it starts, you don't eat nothing, you don't drink nothing, you afflict your soul until that time to the sun go around again. You put all your trust on your mighty one for one circle of time. From the, when the sun go down tomorrow, you don't put nothing in your mouth. Nothing. What's that WCC supposed to somebody have a medical problem? Whatever that between them, them and the Almighty. So the Almighty knows if you got a medical problem, you got to take you, your medicine at certain hours and stuff like that. Then you do, you try to make it the best way you can, because Yahweh knows. But those that don't have a medical problem, he just, um, just ain't going to do right. Luke chapter 12, verse 12. Let's see that else. Book of Luke chapter 12, verse number 12 reads, Well, the righteous spirit shall teach you. In the same hour, what you ought to say. In that very same hour, the righteous spirit will teach you what you ought to say. And you have to believe that. So, with that understanding, in the ninth chapter of the book of Numbers, Yahweh Israel, and we're going to be the feast. The feast. We're going we to use the word called the feast, but that's what it is, a feast. But look what he says in the ninth chapter. And we look at verse 1 and 2, just to get warmed up. We're looking at, and remember, we're talking about feast now. Whatever word there, we're going to bypass the word and put the word called feast in there. Uh, 9, 1, and 2. What is saying 9, 1, and 2 there? Of Numbers. The book of Numbers, chapter 9. Verse number 1 and 2 reads. Book of Numbers, chapter 9. Verse number 1. Verse number 2 reads. Numbers 9, verse 1. And Yahweh spake unto Moses in the wilderness of Sinai in the first month of the second year after they would come out of the land of Egypt, saying that the family of Israel keep the feast and his appointed season. Hold that part right there. Hold that part right there. See, listen. We got, uh, you know, yesterday when, I was, uh, when everybody was leaving, uh, uh, a member from the past showed up and said, um, uh, I've been all out of town. I've been everywhere, but I'm ready to come back to class now. Um, I thought I was on something, but I wasn't. And I know I, I know I gave, I know I gave a, a lot of rambling with the mouth. But um, and that's what we were trying to tell you yesterday. Sometimes it takes people longer to understand that they. Is wrong, and they'll ride it for. They'll ride themselves being wrong for so long that they believe it's right, and they'll go on it, and they'd be totally wrong, and they'd be right. But this 
memo say, well, I want to I want to come back to class starting at the Sabbath bottom part. So, and I'm gonna come with big ears and a little mouth because I have really been taught wrong. So I just probably that that spirit that came out the mouth be there because um, one thing about Elder Yada, if, if that spirit that came out your mouth, then you're going to be bigger than a little mouth. Because, you know, we've been, we we tell the best of them, you know, go ahead, go on out there and seeking you, learn something from some others, and you're going to find out that the truth is already here, but sometimes you have to bump your head, you bump your head long enough, then you might say, man, I've been taught wrong. But see, we, our problem is, it takes almost a long time to see that we've been taught wrong. You know, a long time. So, um, you know, but we, have, but we have to stick to the program of being taught wrong. As a matter of fact, um, if, let me see if this uh, Cam 6 coming out of South Carolina. Uh, look, see, I think I, I want to give me a little shot of this. I want to make sure when I, when we teach about the, this feast coming up, well, it's not it's not a feast, but it's Leviticus 23. I want to make sure I'm on point. So I'm going to get in and hope I can help hold on that microphone. And oh, we're going to see here, uh, Prince of Israel, you know, holding down for King. It's it just start coming on the, on the broadcast. We'll find out this princess, uh, princess Israel coming on to uh, help assist in the nice day before um, the feast called um, what is it? Home. Let's see if this prince is coming on. Princess Israel out of Camp Six, out of South Carolina, coming on. Representing that six. South Carolina ministry out there. Yeah, peace be with you. Say Israel, be with you. Yahweh bless. No. I say Yahweh be with you. You say Yahweh bless. Yahweh bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
blessing of the Almighty Yahweh to be able to perform this, and you get a clean slate to go into tabernacle. So when you, but when you pay the atonement, no never mind, or you always must joke on the time of, I forgot to get off of my um, seat. Your time's going to run out. It's going to cost you. All right, so uh, buckle up a little bit out there in Channel 6. Talk to you a lot with you, with you, We're going to bring our other hero in and, uh, and see what he got to address the national orders with. And so when we meet our other elder, Mr. Tills Israel, Tribe of Yah God Judah, and bring him on so he can uh, address his national audience on just how we've been doing. But, and you got the degrees on the wall that you've been doing. Because we, we found out by Elder Yah God Israel, lead teacher out of town one, that his name is going to be one when it's all said and done. So the name that we use today in the Christian, Islamic, Judaism, all that's going to be taken out your mouth. Take it out your mouth or you're going to lay down. You're going to get down or you're going to lay down. It's ain't like it is. So we mean our elder will allow for us. He said, elder, Mr. to see of Israel. That's why I beat you that right. And Yankwa bless you, see Israel. See you, boy. Hallelujah, Yankwa. Teachings, 
venture into other schools. And when they find out they've been hurt or either defiled in such a way, then they want to come back to realism. Well, the thing is, when you're teaching, aren't you reminded in the book of St. John, chapter 3, verse number 10, what does that say? It says, Yahweh the son answered and said unto him, Thou art master of Israel, and knoweth not these things? Well, when you're supposed to be a teacher, and you're Israel, you're of Israel, but he tried Judah, you're supposed to be able granted to teach. That's Israel's job. Judah, lead tribe. So we do supposed to know these things. If not, search the scripture to see if it's so. That's what we're told. We have too many people out there, like uh, the Willie Lynch letter. If many of you remember that, it told the descendants of Esau how to treat their black slaves, what to do to them to get them to mine. A experienced man came to give them the Willie Lynch letter on how to train your black slaves. Well, that's not the first time. There was a king. A letter from King Leopold II of Belgium to the colonial missionaries. Now, you know what the missionaries do. They go out and preach the word of God. Supposedly trying to teach the indigenous people the right way to go and what they should do. Well, this letter was written in 1883 to the Reverend Fathers and Dear Companions. This is how it was addressed. The task that is given to fulfill is very delicate and requires much tech. You will go certainly to evangelize, but to your evangelization, you must inspire all Belgian interests. Your principal objective in our mission in the Congo is never to teach, check this out now, never to teach the niggers to know God. This is, this they know already. They speak and submit to a Mongol and Mazbazi and Zabanya. And this is what else I don't know. But they know to kill, to sleep, and with someone else's wife. To lie and to insult is bad. Have courage to admit, to admit it, that you are not going to teach them what they already know. Your essential role is to facilitate the task of administration industrial, which will means you will go and interpret the gospel in the way that it will be best to protect your interests in that part of the world. But these things you have to keep watch on distinguishing are savages from their riches that is plenty in their underground. To avoid that, they get interested in it and make you murderous. Murderous companions and dream one day to overthrow you. We've seen that before. Enough is enough. Your knowledge of the gospel will allow you to find texts. Now, this is what they do. Get the Bible and get the text to control the black folks. Your knowledge of the gospel will allow you to find texts, ordering, encouraging your followers to love property. Like happier are the poor because they will inherit the heaven. And it's very difficult for the rich to enter in the kingdom of God. You have to detach from them and 
make them disrespect everything which gives them courage to afford us. I make reference to their mystic system and their way of fetish, warfare, protection, which they pretend not to want to abandon, and you must do everything in your power to make it disappear. Your actions will be directed essentially to the younger ones, or they won't revoke when the recommendation of the priests is contradictory to their parents' teaching. The children have to learn to obey the ministry, what the ministry recommends. Who is the father of your soul? You must singularly insist on their total submission and obedience. Avoid developing the spirit in schools. Teach students to read, not to reason. There, dear patrons, are some of the principles that you must apply. You will find other books which will be given to you at the end of this conference. Evangelize the niggers so they may stay forever in submission to the white colonists so they are never revolt people against the resistance. They are undergoing reciting every day, happy are those who are weeping because the kingdom of God is for them. Convert always the blacks by using the whip. Keep their women keep their women in nine months of submission to work freely for us. Force them to pay you in sign of recognition goals, chickens, eggs, or every time you visit their villages and make sure that niggers never become rich. Sing every day that it is impossible for the rich to enter heaven. Make them pay taxes for each and every Sunday mass. Use money, supposedly for the poor, to build flourishing businesses. Sinners, institute a professional system which allows you to be good detectives, denouncing any black that has different conscience contrary to that of the decision maker. Teach the nigger to forget their heroes, and to adore only ours. Never present a chair to a black that comes to you to visit. Don't give him any more than one cigarette. Never invite him in for dinner, even if he gives you a chicken every time. You arrive at his house. This above speech which allows and shows the real intention of the Christianary ministry their journey in Africa, which is supposed to be to the world by Dr. Makumi and Mwaki. And Bunko, born in the Congo in 1915, and who was in 1935, while working in the Congo, bought a second-hand Bible from a Belgian priest who forgot the speech in the Bible, Dr. Chendosi Okako. We should note, number one, that all missionaries carried out still carry out their mandate. We are only lucky to have found King Leopold. Our occupation of the aim of all Christian imperialists, missionary to Africa. Two, even the African converts today who manage the older churches in Africa, the priests, bishops, archbishops, cardinals, and etc. of the Rome and Protestant acts, especially also those who evangelize and born-again Christianity ministry, still serve the same mandate, which is why they 
demonize African God and evangelize American names and drop the names of African identities which form part of African names and still attack the demonic of the African shrines that have managed to survive. Three, those Africans who voluntarily convert to Christianity before the colonial conquest, such as Alfonso, one of the Bacongo of the 15th century, probably did not discern the purpose of the end of Christianity. But that was supplied to them, which was probably why they fell easy prey to the missionaries and the white traders and the pirates who followed them. Well, that's part of this long letter, which can be found by looking up the information on the letter from King Leopold II of the Belgian to colonial missionaries. Now, this is a very interesting letter. It kind of reminds me a bit of the Willie Lewis letter, which most of us have already read and found out it was very, I should say, a very mean and non-righteous way to treat indigenous people or blacks or anyone that had a lower echelon than them. We were all taught that, and we even read some scriptures to support that in the Bible. This is why that most of us that come to this program, we're here to welcome and thank all of you for attending this program of Yaqua's ministry. Come see you live and open to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. And first and foremost, about Yahweh's work, which has always been questioned by most mentors. How can you people get this much information on this one book? It comes from connecting books, the words of Yahweh, the Torah, even about your health, which we get into at most times, the foods that you should eat, and also the teaching of keeping the Sabbath days. All this is done because you have not. This information that you all came to seek, and much more you have found, and the voices of the children, are open unto you from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And those days that were open, we are learning is Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Usually have a no class on Tuesday unless we have a high day or a special event. However, we do have a Sabbath class, as I mentioned. The top part of Sabbath is Friday. That class time starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part, Sabbath, is Friday. That day, we have a temple class at 12 p.m. and an online class starting from 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members decide to leave. We also have a website address. To use this on any one of your search engines, right on the search line, type tribe.com. After clicking it, once again, look for tribeyada.com, dash Israelites. It will take you to a big line where you'll see some choices. One will be tithes and offers. Click PayPal and follow those instructions. However, any other device you possibly might see menu. By clicking this, you'll still see the choices. Still choose the tithes and offers. In doing so, remember what it tells all of us to read the book of Psalms. Chapter 96, verse 7, verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the Yahweh, give unto the people. Give unto the Yahweh, glory and strength. 8. Give unto the Yahweh, glory unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. 
always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Yahweh loves that you're forgiven. And also, donations to the ministry is greatly appreciated that you give, according to the Bible scriptures that are mentioned in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and mentioned once again in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, verse number 9. Now, this is done to keep this ministry bringing you, thus says Yahweh alive, also for building that school, which is very well needed with the bad teaching that's going around today. A banquet hall, radio station, and land to go to help you as we continue to speak up on this program, Yahweh. Also, while there, don't forget to check our calendar. That calendar will help keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program, which is a feature that's available during our broadcast time. To get there, this time enter three words on the search line, Yaqua Radio Live. And after you click enter, put the voices of the children lights driving God down. Click the red live button as soon as it appears. It'll put you right into our live online broadcast. Also, we have a few numbers you can call with that one. The first is our live conference phone number, which is 319-527-6065. The other number is 224-600-5579. This is our international number. You can call and leave a message on those Bible scriptures. You notice I have to emphasize that. Bible scriptures that you have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six of the camps of Yahweh's ministry. Now also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you, you won't hear a discouraging click followed by a foul talk. Also by calling the same number, you can order what our members have 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel from DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive a comment. And another note we might ask, please do not contact us here. By email, phone, or text before broadcast or He's usually pretty busy with the WTC. Our station stockholder is a cigar man. Answers any memos that most of us have seen, and even now, in addition to that, a lot of basics. So please use that international line at 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back. Unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you hear the spirit and doubt. Now, if you've happened to miss the beginning of today's program, you can always catch the entire show after 9.15 p.m., except Fridays. Program time will be repeated after 10.30. To do that, just enter three words on the search line. Yahweh Radio Live. And after clicking it, look for Voices of the True Israelites, Drive of Yahweh. Choose the program you were late logging into, or at that point, any previous day that you would like to listen. Another good point is doing a normal bar talk broadcast. We're also simultaneously transmitting on telephone which can be logged in by your phone, tablet, or computer. Just make sure you've downloaded the CalTalk app. You'll be listed under ethnic group. African American, multiple voices of the Israelites, Tribe of Yadah. Our room will hold 50 or more listening participants. The Yadah's word will be working for your Bible education. 
on my narrative entity on the table of contents to be discussed during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tim's Israel along with Sir Israel writing the shot. During this time, we'll be taking no comments off topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And the broad talk ends before teaching time. We will continue teaching and help talk. God will be with you all. But also, a continuing reminder that we sleep here after each and every broadcast. When we are given the scriptures to speak by the seer, be quick to hear and slow to speak. So the words of Yahweh will flow smoothly, remembering that we have hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh and not that of confusion. So doing that, you have to be careful not to make worldly statements that can't be backed up by the Bible, but make those statements that can be backed up in the Bible. So we can start to do just that, as I spoke. We'll turn our program back over to our seer Israel say, hallelujah, <laughs> All right, oh, that was, that was excellent, but <laughs> those that got their computers, those all around the world, they can, they can bring up King Leopold, this is the one, he over there in Belgium now, they got a big stack of this guy, this guy right here, he, um, King Leopold, he wrote a letter to all the missionaries, all the Christians. And when you're going over there and, and talking to them, 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 them black Negroes, niggers, always point in one direction, but, but hit them with the other direction. And that's, and, and that's why we in shape we in today. But now bring that letter up again there, Elder. Just take the time and let's read where this letter is. How you can get this information, I'll put it out there again. You can put it in by looking up letter from King Leopold II. It's L-E-O-E-O-L-D. King Leopold II of Belgium. That's B-E-L-G-I-U-M. To the colonial missionaries. Colonial missionaries, and that was the year of 1883. Once again, letter from King Leopold II of Belgium to colonial missionaries, 1883. After reading this, you'll probably be stunned like you were when you read the uh, Willie Lynch letter. Over to you, Sierra Israel. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Well, you see... If we come humble and we take a lot of abuse, but the same stuff we're doing all for you, especially sitting on the camp, to come on one accord with this word so we can 
get the blessing that we need, but we're not to get the blessing until we're in order. So we got not only we got to teach it, we got to live. <clears throat> but they are made a claim that they're doing exactly what they were that they are mighty one told them to do. They're doing exactly this. They got a king over them too. The other seventeen nations headed by Esau and five sons translated day as the white man in one month. It was already prophesied to Adam. This is how it's gonna be. Hey L, let's just let's all read that fifty seven one through eleven, the book of Adam and Eve. Let's show you that it was already prophesied even in the Adam days. That Satan was gonna get you every generation. Now he's going to give you, he's going to find a ministry that's going to bow down to him. And he got a, a whole gobble of people headed by Esau and his five sons to translate the day as the white man and the white woman. That is the day to go. We're not going to read about Leopold, sins of Esau. Both highest the fifth. One that gave you, told you, treat you. They treat you just like the 1600 by saying, songs of ham, but they knew you would do the business of the Levi's and Cindy. So that's why they got where you black the African from here. Then you, then you got um, Pope Pius, I mean, Pope Nicholas V in 1441. He once ordered a slave trade. He promised him a carrot and the world that. The conference in 1441 is yours already. How you going to give somebody the land? Because of this. That was that. Be with you. They be with you. Portugal and the Spaniards. <laughs> you all over the world. It's great. And if you didn't convert to Christianity, and now you got Christianity dripping all down your legs. Good. What's all this going to happen to you? But you know what? But all you do is run the Sunday field through a church. The Lord God and Jesus and get duped. If you duped yourself and everybody come in contact with you, look at, you. Look at your grandbabies. Look at your nieces and nephews. Don't you open your mouth and you burn it. Don't you open your mouth and you burn it. You give them a nice plate of something. Don't you open your mouth and you throw it in with white man. Chapter 57, verse number 1 through 11, read. First book of Adam and Eve, chapter 57, verse number 1. When Adam came out and saw his hideous figure, he was afraid of him and said unto him, Who are you? <clears throat> verse number 2. Then Satan answered and said unto him, It is I. We hid myself within the serpent. We talked to Eve, 
beguiled her until she hearkened to my command. And he whom sent her to the wiles of my speech to deceive you, to thou and she ate of the fruit of the tree. You came away from under the commandments of Yahweh. Verse number three. When Adam heard these words from him, he said unto him, Canst thou make me a garden as Yahweh made for me? Canst thou clothe me in the same bright nature which Yahweh have clothed me? Verse number four. Where is the divine nature thou didst promise to give me? Where is that fair speech of thine thou didst hold with us? At first, when we were in the garden, verse number five, then Satan said unto Adam, Think it's you, that when I have spoken to one about anything, I shall ever bring it to him or fulfill my word. Not so. For I myself have never even thought of obtaining what I asked. Verse number six, Therefore did I fall? Did I make you fall by that for which I myself failed? With you also, have accept my counsel, falls thereby. Verse number seven. Now, O Adam, by reason of your fall, you are under my rule. And I am king over you, because you have hearkened to me and has transgressed against Yahweh. Neither will there be any deliverance from my hand until the day promised you by your Yahweh. Verse number eight. Again, he said, so much as we do not know the day, Agreed upon with thee by Yahweh, nor the hour in which thou hast de- shall be delivered. For that reason will we multiply war, murder upon thee and thy seed after thee. Verse number nine. This is our will and our good pleasure that we may not leave one of the sons of men to inherit our order in heaven. Verse ten. But to our bound, O Adam, it is in burning fire. We will not seek our evil doing. No. Not one day, but one hour, and now, O Adam, shall stow fire upon thee, and thou comest into the cave to dwell there. Verse number 11. When Adam heard these words, he wept and mourned, and said unto Eve, Yet what he said, that he would not fulfill all of what he told thee in the garden. Did he really then become king over us? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and 22 verse 4, the same book of Never mind. 
everything. So everything that they're going to apply on, on you is because of one reason. Because you do not believe what this Bible really is saying. Because you did, you would not put nothing before. No plus, no nothing. You would say what this Bible says, I'm going to do what the Bible says. And that's the say. That's what you do. Plus, you not tell you what to do. The Bible tells you, South Carolina, chapter number six, in the 28th chapter of Deuteronomy 45 through 50. You're on the cross there, Princess Israel, out of South Carolina. Come on. Princess Israel, you're on, you're on the clock. The world listening. Cam 6, South Carolina, come on. We're drawing a microphone out. We're drawing a microphone, WCC. We're drawing the Princess microphone. <coughs> you know what? We is working on her microphone. Hmm. Hey, El, Yada. I mean, El, here, take that off. Take that uh whatever I just said and do the run is there, it'll mysterious. And then we'll get on back to taking a look at this um feast that's coming up. Not really a feast, but it's a feast, but it's a feast where you keep your mouth closed. Uh Elder Mr. Chair, and Deuteronomy is twenty eight forty five down to verse fifty. Uh now once your microphone gets ready, uh Camp Six, South Carolina, just say hallelujah. Wah. Then we know we can bring you back in because they're working on your microphone. But just say, hallelujah, well, keep saying it. And once we hear it, we say, okay, we hear you. And we'll bring you right back up to your fifth in the night blessing. Come out of South Carolina, Captain. <clears throat> Come on, yo. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, reading verses 45 to verse number 50. Verse number 45 says, Moreover, all these curses shall come upon thee, and shall pursue thee, and shall overtake thee, till thou be destroyed. Because thou hearkest not unto the voice of the Yahweh, the Yahweh, to keep his commandments of poor instructions, and his statutes, which he commanded thee. 46. And there shall be upon thee for a sign, and for a wonder, and upon thy seed forever. 47. Because thou servest not the Yahweh, the Yahweh, with joyfulness and with gladness of mine, for the abundance of all things. 48. Therefore shall thou serve thine enemies, which Yahweh shall send against thee in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and in want of all things. He shall put a yoke of iron around thy neck till he has destroyed thee. 49. The Yaquah shall bring a nation against thee from afar, and from the edge of the earth, as swift as the eagle flyeth, and a nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand. 50. A nation of fierce countenance, which shall not regard the person of old, or show favor to the young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that tongue you did not understand, and that tongue was the tongue that got you saying, Lord God, Jesus, and Jehovah. 
You know what I'm saying, that tone. You're going to feel the little of the Allah tone from, because the Arabs was your first one that, you know, that beat you back down. They was the first to beat you back. They the one from Mecca. They beat you back from Mecca. That's, that was the largest slave trade from Mecca. And that's why they have no problem coming in your community and putting a store right next to you. But they know you don't, you, you just a Christian and fill of the Holy Ghost, see? They know you don't know your record. That's why they, they look forward to open up a bandit store anyway and put, and put everything they know that you don't fold to eat right in there and do everything they can for you to keep you from the truth. So they know you sanctified. You're Christian sanctified and full of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. That's what it is. But we, like I said again, we know <laughs> they don't even know this Bible all the way in. That's what I'm saying. All right, good enough. So, uh, Elder Yada is ready. Now, let's get back to um, this feast that's coming up. And this is, this is what he says in Numbers chapter 9 about this feast coming up in verse 13 and 14. Now, a feast is coming up. We, this time tomorrow night, there's a feast to keep your mouth closed coming up. <clears throat> but look what Yahweh says in verse 13 and 14. The revival day was a, it was a set feast. This same set feast is not like the camp, the way they do it today. It's, that's incorrect. Matter of fact, we take a look at that shortly too. Um, what it says in verse 13 and 14, Elder Yaddai Israel, come on. Let's talk about this feast that's coming up tomorrow night. Come on. The book of Numbers, chapter 9, verse number 13, verse 14 reads, Book of Numbers 9, verse 13. But the man that is clean and is not in a journey, forbear to keep the feet, even the same person shall be cut off from among his people. Because he brought not the offering of Yahweh in his appointed season. That man shall bear his sin. Verse number 14. And if a stranger shall sojourn among you, it will keep the feet until Yahweh. According to the ordinance, and according to the manner thereof, so shall he do. You shall have one ordinance, both for the stranger and for him that was born in the land. You see that? And um, the Almighty Son, well, you know, that's in Leviticus, uh, fear, you know, and so we, but we Christians, and we've been taught that since our Lord Jesus Christ, died on the tree, I mean, on the cross, they say. We ain't got to teach that no more. Okay. Then, um, you believe in Paul, right? Let's see what Paul says. Let's see what Paul begs the difference in the book of Acts. We're going to see through Paul in the 18th chapter there, Elder. Now, remember the psalm back in heaven. Now, the book of Acts, according to those guys here, that's called the New Testament. Right? Let's see what Paul says in the 18th chapter when he was, he was doing missionary work, but it was getting time for something. In the 18th chapter there, you know, Yada Israel, 
let's see Paul, uh, what he got going on in 18 chapters. Verse number, let's not say, let's read 18. Let's make a little meal out of it down to verse 21. We're in Acts chapter 18, verse 18 down to verse 21. Let's listen to Apostle Paul. They said, well, we're not, we're part of the Pauline teaching now. We don't follow our Lord Jesus Christ. We follow Paul, the Pauline teaching. Okay. Let's see what the Pauline said about the speech that's coming up tomorrow night. 18. 18, verse 21. What do you say about it, Phil? The book of Acts, chapter 18. Verse number 18 through 21, read. Acts, chapter 18, verse number 18. And Paul, after his tarried there, yet a good while, then took his leave of the brethren and sent to Syria with him Priscilla and Aquila, having shown his head in Caesarea, we had a vow. Verse number 19. He came to Ephesus and left him there. But he himself entered into the temple and reasoned with Yachdad Judah. Verse number 20. When they desired him to tarry longer time with them, he consented not. Verse 21. But bade them farewell, saying, I must by all means keep this feast that cometh in Yachdad Judah. I got something. You know, he said, no, he said, I know that y'all enjoying my teaching, but I got to make sure I get to the feast. Mm. Let's talk about that feast again. What kind of feast were they trying to keep that, El? We can look at this feast with the word called feast. And Second Kings twenty three twenty one. Let's talk about the feast that that he was that he was uh, on his way to keep called the feast called um um China Mar night. Let's see how Paul was keeping his feast according to Second Kings. So he had to look back to the left side of the book. Let's see how how was Paul keeping the feast in Second Kings twenty three twenty one. How was he keeping it else? The book of Second Kings, chapter twenty-three, verse number twenty-one reads: Book of Second Kings, chapter twenty-three. Second Kings, chapter twenty-three, verse number twenty-one reads: Second Kings twenty-three, verse twenty-one. And the king commanded all people, saying, "Keep the feast unto Yahweh, your Yahweh, as it is written." In the book of this covenant. Oh, so he was so. Paul was looking way back in Second Kings twenty three twenty one and said, "When it comes down to Leviticus twenty three, you keep the feast days as it is written." That's why you keep the feast days. All this big council, but we know the Christians don't keep it. Period. They don't have clues. All they look they wait on is um a feast coming up called Halloween. And then from Halloween to Christmas, we know the WCC, the World Council of Churches, and the Roman Catholic Church out of New York, headed by Big Timothy Dolan, and all the ones in Utah over there. We know you're going you to you wait for Thanksgiving, you wait for 
Halloween and, and Christmas. We already clear about that. So it was, it was no member of even talking about no Leviticus 23 period. Because you are duped them down saying that's done away with. You waiting on Ash Wednesday or something. So now in Second Chronicles there, let's talk about this feast again to see what kind of what kind of time on these feasts on the Bible feast days according to Second Chronicles thirty one, one and three. Hey yo, Second Chronicles thirty one, one and three, Elder Yada. Let's talk about these feasts. In 2 Chronicles 31, verse 1 and 3. The book of 2 Chronicles, chapter 31, verse number 1, verse number 3 reads. The book of 2 Chronicles, chapter 31, verse number 1. And when all this was finished, all Israel that were present went out to the cities of Yachad Judah and break the images in pieces, cut down the groves, drew down the high places, the altars out of all Yachad Judah, Benjamin, and Ephraim also, and Manasseh, until they had early destroyed them all. And all the family of Israel returned, every man to his possession, to their own city. Verse number three reads, He appointed also the king's portion of his substance for the burnt offering, with for the morning and evening burnt offering, and the burnt offering for the Sabbath, for the new month, for the set feet, as it was written in the law of Yahweh. Set feet as it is written. Now, a lot of days things said, no, there, you, 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 that word is not right. That word is new moon. Now, see, they say, look, look, a lot of days things out of Utah. That's new moon. Ha-ha, we got you now. Well, the reason why the elder didn't read the word uh, uh, moon because he's a he's a the elder he is a learned man. I understand that that word moon don't apply there. Uh, how so fair? Well, he's learned to know, and all the six and on the campus they know it too. They know too. This is on that word, or ignore it, like you do the word Lord God and Jesus in your Bible. So what we do for the Latter-day Saints out of Utah, we um, give an illustration why he overlooked that word totally. In 1 Maccabees chapter 10, verse 34 there, Yada, let's see why, why did you overlook that word moon and put it in month. Let's see by being learned and lead teacher out of count one why you was able to pull it off and probably all the six anointed camps can do the same. First Maccabees ten thirty four with a set of help. The book of First Maccabees, chapter ten, verse number thirty four reads Furthermore, I would that all the feasts, Sabbaths, New moons and solemn days, and the three days before the feast, and the three days after the feast, shall be all days of enmity and freedom for all Yachdah in my realm. Mm-hmm. Now let's go to um, Second Chronicles 
First Samuel chapter 20, same word again. Verse number 18. Let's, 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 uh, let's, let's get them all, let's get Utah all pumped up with the aha, I got you now. Let's, let's uh, give them a little bit more, El, on the thing, uh, but you just got to read. Let's give them a little bit more. First Samuel 20, verse 18. Book of First Samuel, chapter 20, verse number 18 reads, Then Jonathan said to David, Tomorrow is the new moon, and thou shalt be missed, because thy feet will be empty. Uh-huh. That, uh, we, we, we got you now, see. I got you. We got you now, see. And how you come out from under that, see. Okay. Let's read verse 27. Elder. First Samuel chapter 20, verse 27. And it came to pass on the morrow, which was the second day of the month. Because the moon is a polluted word for month. Verse 34. First Samuel chapter 20, verse 34 reads, So Jonathan arose from the table in fierce anger, did eat not, and did eat no meat. Second day of the month. See that? Because we, the six anointed camps, we know that what this Bible says. We know about the Leopold lesson, uh, letter he wrote to all the missionaries to Duke you. We know about uh, we know about the Christian establishment that was set up to deceive you of Starwood. Pope Nicholas V in 1441. He said, any of the infidels that, that don't want to convert to being a Christian that goes into slavery and their kids will be sold and either be a Christian or slave Christian or perpetual slavery. So a lot of them just Kept it up. Like what happened? They kept it up. They they kept it up in front of master. But you remember, sometimes you got to tap dance in front of master. But when you get home behind the door, tell your kids the truth. You know, yes, yes, the balls, yes, yes. Okay, Daddy, why are you yes the balls in? Because listen, I'm trying to stay alive long enough to get you straight. You understand? You have to know how to maneuver through the system. You know. So, I, it looks like I'm, I'm eating some cheese and tap dancing. Uh, I'm doing a Sammy Davis Jr.'s and Louis Armstrong blowing the trumpet stuff. But no, sometimes you got to know when to, you know, do your thing. Sometimes you got to eat a little cheese every now and then. But see, now this ministry, now he's trying to tell you now, they time is up. It's up to you now to return, but you got to return, and you got to reflect this Bible. The only way you gonna return, you you can't do. Um, elder young die Israel. They can't do eleven chapters of Matthew if they do the eleven chapter of Matthew. They can't um. In the 11th chapter of Matthew, was that, you know, round about verse number 
Tell me out there. I'm kind of struggling right now. Um, in the 11th chapter, it talks about we can't just uh, such such thing we can't do. Mm. Something we can't do. In uh, Matthew, it, it, it let us know that this thing is not going to come by um, a success word. It's not going to come that way. So if you think that you can, um, a element of kill, uh, give me why I saw the time, element of kill, give me Ecclesiastes out of regular book 12, verse 3. Can you give me that verse for a minute, that element of kill? Ecclesiastes out of regular book 12, verse 3. Can you up those three out there, element of kill? 12, verse 3. Elder, Mr. Kill. Can you up those up? What's wrong with the microphone? And, and remember, now remember Cam 6, um, you know, I'm still waiting on, on you to say hallelujah, because I'm getting signs saying your microphone has been cleared up. Cam 6, out of South Carolina. Say your microphone has been cleared up. So um, now once you say hallelujah, then yeah, we know what you're bringing in to help um, share the load a little bit before this um, this time tomorrow night for the seat, which we're going to talk about in a minute. But um, I don't know what's going on. So, El, Yagda, I'm looking for a word that, um, that it's not going to come by observation. That means, but after we get that 12 3, y'all die in real. Look at Ecclesiastes 12 3, folks. You can be clear that it's not going to, you know, as long as you're doing 12 verse 3 and you think this thing going to come by observation, it ain't going to happen. You can't, you're not going to be able to sit on the fence and think you make this happen. You just can't, you know, straddle the fence. And ignore and pay the Bible no never mind and think you you're gonna be uh, a clear shot into the kingdom. Now it don't work like that. Hey, Elder Yahdai Israel. What it says in Ecclesiastes twelve three, then throw it out and give him the verse what I need by this thing is not coming by observation, by sitting on the dock of the day. You ain't gonna get this by sitting on the dock of the day. You have to make a choice. Everybody in the in the Bible make a choice. Especially in leadership, like you sitting on the camp, you got you got to step the game up. And from dust says Yahweh. Look at it says in twelve three. Elder Yahweh is what it says. The Book of Ecclesiastes, chapter twelve, verse number three reads: The day when the keeper of the house shall tremble, the strong men shall bow themselves, and the grinders cease, because they are few. Those that look out of the windows be darkened. You see that? He said when the, when all the mighty men, if that hour is going to catch him. That hour is going to catch him. They talk about in the Bible, but it's not the lesson for us. That they're going to tremble. They're all the ones that are looking behind the curtain and and watch and, and trying to catch up with Faggy playing 10 o'clock news. I thought we know he's a dead man now. 
is that all the one want to run to see that 10 o'clock news got to say. That's when y'all say, time is up. Y'all sent the fiction on the camps to you. They, they told you what time it is. If you don't atone, you don't have a, you don't have a, if you don't get a, a tone and get and get the knowing oil put on you out of one of the six anointing camps, you might have to go all the way to South Carolina and get the anointed oil put on you. Huh? It's up to you. Huh? You might have to go to Maryland. Camp five and get some knowing oil put on you. You might have to go to Camp Four out there in Detroit and get some knowing oil put on you. You might have to go to Camp Three. Out there in Kankakee, you get some anointing oil on you. You might go to Springfield for that mighty camp out of Elder Yadah, but Josiah Israel, Elder, Elder, out there in Springfield. You might have. Or you might come to Camp One and get some oil put on you. It's up to you. But if you don't, but if, if, if none of the camps touch you, you're going to be on shaky ground, ground for a whole year this time. So you, you're not cleared unless you're cleared about what, the way the Bible says you got to be cleared. Now, before you read what you get ready to read, Elder, but go give me an observation. Because yesterday you pulled that verse out yesterday showing you that that hardest thing got to go on a day of atonement, that the Elder got to make atonement for himself. Then he got to atone for the, he got, then he got to, uh, Slap them all on himself and slap them all on, on the mill and everybody else. But after we come out of this one verse, Elder, um, you can't sit on the sideline and watch it stand on fold by observation. Help me out there, Elder. Y'all die, Israel. Come on. Book of Luke, verse number 20 reads, When he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of Yahweh should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of Yahweh cometh not with observation. Mm-hmm. You, know, you was kind of um, you was kind of held up a little bit, Elder. Can I repeat that verse again for the national audience? The book of Luke, chapter 17, verse number 20 reads, When he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of Yahweh should come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of Yahweh cometh not with observation. You can't sit on the sideline, you know, and, um, you know, sideline all over the world. Oh, I, I like what I'm hearing. But but he, but he, he made it plain to you in Romans 2.13 about like what you're hearing. A-R-L. Now, Paul, now, Yahweh's son is back in heaven, and Paul is talking. So Paul said something in Romans 2.13. What did he say? The book of Romans 2, verse number 13 reads. Romans 2, verse 13. For not the hearers of the law are just before Yahweh, but the doers of the law shall be justified. So you can hear it all you want to. But he, he tell you, on the, on the Leviticus 23, the whole book, if uh, you got to keep, keep what the man got written. So you have to make sure that you, um, especially as you're in leadership, you got to lead by example. 
What's written in the Baker twins, he can require this at your hand. Look at WTC. What can we read that at? L first Peter four seventeen through nineteen. Then uh then put that verse up there the where you were talking about yesterday was showing you the order of the day of atonement, the order about it you was reading before you basically got to Leviticus twenty three, which I'm gonna take you after that. But you was reading that way back in the on the left side of the book a little bit more about it and showing you when Moses had Aaron got Aaron already to let him know what he got to do. See, Moses told, see, Moses was the Yahweh and Aaron was the seer, according to 7 verse 1. So Moses told oh, oh Aaron, his brother, what he got to do. That's what he said. And we'll take you there in a minute after they ever take care of whatever we're going to say in the spirit of Yahweh. Come on. The book of First Peter. Chapter 4, verse number 17 to 19 reads, 1 Peter 4, verse 17, For the time has come, the judgment must begin at the house of Yahweh. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the covenant of Yahweh? Verse number 18, And if the righteous scarcely be saved, what shall the unyahquahly and sinner appear. Verse number 19. Before let them, wherefore let them that suffer according to the will of Yahweh, with the keeping of their souls to him in well doing, as unto a faithful creator. You see that? He said, he said you're going to have to suffer a little bit. That's your leadership, fixing on the camp. You're going to suffer some. But, but you got you to suffer in way of doing. Well done. Now, yeah. now we now we know Moses, we ain't got to read it to Exodus 7, verse 1. Moses was the Yahweh. But he said, you be in my stead, Moses. And Aaron, your brother, will be the seer. And he will be the one that Moses is going to tell him what he will have to do. That was Moses. Look at Moses say, hey, Aaron, this is what you got to do. Let's, let's bring that verse out for the national audience. The order things will come down to tomorrow and all the six camps there. Let's find out the order things there. Oh, come on. Read in the book of Leviticus, chapter 16, verse number 1 through 4, verse 23, 24, 29 through 34 reads. The book of Leviticus, chapter 16, verse number 1 reads. Yahweh spake unto Moses after the death of the two sons of Aaron, when they offered before Yahweh and died. Verse number two, Yahweh said unto Moses, Speak unto Aaron your brother, that he come not at all times into the holy place, within the veil before the mercy seat, upon the earth, that he died not, while appear in the cloud upon the mercy seat. Verse number three, Thus shall Aaron come into the holy place with a young bullock, for a sin offering, and a ram for a burnt offering. Verse number four, shall put on the righteous linen coat. He shall have the linen breeches upon his flesh. It shall be girded with the linen girdle, with the linen meat, and with the linen metri shall he be attired. These are the righteous garments 
Therefore shall he wash his flesh in water and so put them on. Verse number 23. And Aaron shall come into the tabernacle of the congregation. He shall put off the linen garments, which he put on when he went into the holy place, and shall leave them there. Verse 24. He shall wash his flesh with water in the righteous place, put on his garments, and come forth, and offer his burnt offering, and the burnt offering of the people, and make an atonement for himself and for the people. Verse 29. This shall be a statue forever unto you, that in the seventh month, on the tenth day of the month, you shall afflict your soul. Do no work at all, whether it be one of your own country or a stranger. Let sojourney among you. Verse number 30. For on that day shall the priest make an atonement for you to cleanse you, that you may be clean from all your sins before Yahweh. Verse 31. It shall be a Sabbath of rest unto you, and you shall afflict your soul by a statue forever. Verse 32. And the priest whom shall anoint, and whom he shall consecrate, to minister in the priest's office, and his father's stead shall make the atonement, shall put on the linen clothes, even the holy garments. Verse 33, and he shall make an atonement for the righteous temple, and he shall make an atonement for the tabernacle of the congregation, for the altar, and he shall make an atonement for the priest, for all the people of the congregation. Verse 34, and this shall be an everlasting statue unto you, to make an atonement for the children of Israel for all their sins once a year. And he did as Yahweh commanded Moses. Mm-hmm. So you see, he commanded Moses. And that's why, listen, the only way that you will enter into that one, you must be anointed by the one that anoints you to do his job. You can't feel no doctor bay about that. You have to come in contact with one of the six anointed camps, and they got the order slap inside your head. And on the right day, because y'all do on the right day, when the sun goes out on the night, that's going to be a test, according to the Bible. Not the world's time is 1201. Man's time, I mean, Yahweh's time in the Bible when the sun sets. So when the sun sets, we'll be off and running. But remember, on the broadcast, all the feasts on the broadcast is 7.30. But we'll be off and running soon the sun sets. So you have to be present in one of the six anointed camps for those that's been anointed to get you out of here with some oil. White garments and fringes. You have to play about his rules and his bottle before your time run out. See? Now, um, now here we'll say you got to flick your soul. You got to understand what that means, too. So uh, you, you got to, um, you are um, bad into deliciously yesterday. You're going to get one in there about, I think you read out of Books that were taken out, thank you, dear. About that afflicting your soul, what that really means, but they understand what that afflicting soul means. So throw one out for the national audience there, Elder, on the train to afflicting your soul. Yah, God, Israel, come on. Yeah, 
I'm reading out of the book of Isaiah, chapter 58, verse number 2 reads, book of Isaiah 58, verse number 1, cry aloud, spare not, lift up thy voice like a trumpet, and show my people their transgressions, and the family of Israel their sin. Verse number 2, you, you that seek me daily, and delight to know my ways. As a nation that did righteousness and for sin not the ordinance of their Yahqua, they act to be the ordinance of justice, that take delight in approaching to Yahqua. Verse number three. Wherefore have we fasted, say they, and thou seest not. Wherefore have we afflicted our soul? Mm-hmm. Okay. Verse number a couple of them. I'm going to go on to Esther chapter 4. We'll look at uh, Mordecai and Esther. We told her, uh, he's looking at because you can, because you got your $10, you're you, you scanning and grinning, but when this thing come down, it's going to come down on you too. So after she got the message, let's see what she said. In the book of Esther, chapter 4, verse 16, let's see once once Mordecai told, look here, because you're in the king's house and you're skinning and grinning. So let's see, uh, now read verse 15, just to make it sound good. We're going to Esther, chapter 4, verse 15 and 16. What does that have? The book of Esther, chapter 4, verse number 15, verse 16 reads, Book of Esther 4, verse number 15. Then Esther bade them return Mordecai this answer. Verse 16. Go gather together all your Judah that are present in Shushan and fast ye for me. Neither eat nor drink three days, night or day. I also in my maid will fast likewise. So will I go in unto the king, which is not according to the law. If and if I perish, I perish. So bad she look here. She said instead of one day fast, she look here. She look here. Y'all do three days. We gonna do three days fast. You're not gonna eat or drink nothing. But no, you ain't gotta do all that on the on this day right here. Go to uh, Jonah, chapter three, and we'll look at um. Uh, Verse number seven. So now, now, you, now this is what you got to do when the sun set tomorrow until the sun set again. This is what you got to do according to Jonah after Yahweh had to put him in the bike grip for three days and three nights. He created him a big fish called, you call it a whale little fish, right? You call it. And put him in there and let him look around for three days and three nights in the dark darkness. I don't, what is it going to take for you? You got to look around the darkness before you uh, understand that this, this thing for real? I don't know what price it'll, especially you six and on the camp. I don't know what price you're going to pay. And you tell you that all the ones to come, especially them, them big old congregations, like in South Carolina. Listen, you got to tell them like it is. You know? Don't worry about the numbers. 
Tell them like this. This beat, this this day come up tomorrow, this time tomorrow night. And um Jonah chapter three, verse seven, to talk about it. The book of Jonah, chapter three, verse number seven read. He caused it to be proclaimed and published to Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying that neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything, that them not feed nor drink water. See, when the mob come in, you got to be like a camel prior to that. You be like a camel. You don't get you enough water in you and enough uh, through some vessels in you, try you know don't just remember you eat you eat that, that eat that dead meat that chicken and that cow and that meat will stay you you know that meat will stay you for uh, you know it'll be it, it it'll stay in your body you know they done a they done a survey on that the brother had dead meat in his system for Many years, Dr. Rodney, he that dead me. See, understand something. Y'all try to win yourself off that dead meat. Y'all do win yourself off because it stays in your system too long. It stays in your system too long. It can slow you up. Because in Isaiah, I tell you plainly that when you do get to where you got to get to, you're not going to be eating no dead meat. So you need to try to wing yourself from that dead meat. You know? And try to make it the best way you can, but leave that dead meat alone. When you know you got a problem in your body. It's called some dead meat. Start eating. Pop, coffee, caffeine. That will cause that you have some problem in your body. Yeah, all you got to do is stop it for 90 days. If you do 90 days, leaving all that stuff alone for 90 days, your first 30 days is going to be just like New Jack City. Then the guy was trying to get off them, get off them drugs out of the place, you know, he's calling for his mama. Everybody. That's what happened the first 30 days. And all of a sudden, he'll start loosening up on you. So you start removing stuff that's been packed in your system that caused you the problem you got now. Clogged up system. Ain't even one way to get it out. That's eat through some vessels with some corn. Green food. But eat. If you want but if you want to go for a just go head long, just for ninety days eat wild milk and grapes. That's if you really want to just Take away that garbage out of your body. You want to get out that dependent situation where you thumbing all around or whatever. Do wild milk and grace. Put a little corn, put some corn with for 90 days. After the 90 days up, Every problem that you got in your body is gone. Whatever your problem is, what is diabetes, cancer, uh, polio, palsy, falling all over yourself, 
do 90 days, but don't, don't forget now. Don't forget, by the way, God's written in the book of Psalm 16, 12. Don't forget. Now, don't forget what, what's written in the book of Psalm 16, 12. What's written there, Elder? The book of Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 16, verse number 12 reads, Wisdom of Solomon 16, verse number 12. For it was neither earth nor mollifying, mollifying plaster that restored them to health, but thy word of Yahweh, which healeth all things. Mm-hmm. Verse 20. Verse number 20 reads, Instead whereof thou feedest thine own people with angel food, descend them from heaven, bread prepared without their labor. Able to content every man's delight and agreeing to every case. Mm. So he so he he fed them um angel food from heaven. Children of Israel, angel food from heaven. Did that see right? What is that? What is that? He fed from heaven, angel food. No, he did. In the book of Psalms, Elder, in the book of Psalms, um, but um, what do it say is in 72, verse 16? 72, verse 16, then we go on to 78. What can we read in Psalms 72, verse 16? The book of Psalms. Chapter 72, verse number 16 reads, Book of Psalm 72, verse number 16. There shall be a handful of corn in the earth from the top of the mountains. The fruit thereof shall shake like Lebanon, and they of the city shall flourish like grass of the earth. <laughs> Read that again, Elder. You know what? You mean, Bible? You know, this is the greatest piece of literature there. And if you do right, you want to have the problem that you got. And give me one oh, give me one oh seven verse twenty song before you read that verse again, there. One oh seven verse twenty. Oh, song. Book of Psalm one oh seven, verse number twenty reads. Book of Psalm one oh seven. Psalm one oh seven. Verse number 20. He said this word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. It's still going to go back to the same thing. Matching audience, fixing on the cow. We can tell you all the good stuff, but you got you to keep the man's word in order. And you can't break your rank. According to 2-7 in the book of Joy, you can't break rank. What he got really going to say? If you want to heal him, you got the power of the man telling you to. We can tell you all about what to do, how to do it, but y'all walk and hold it up on you because of your spirit ain't right. Now read that verse again before we go to 7 and 8. Read that verse again. Call it verse out again. You just got to read about the about what y'all did with his good corn in seven two sixteen 16 
the book of Psalm 22, verse number 16 reads, There shall be a handful of corn in the earth upon the top of the mountain. The fruit thereof shall shake like Lebanon, and there the city shall flourish like grass of the earth. What do you call that corn? Fruit be right? You see what you call the corn? The fruit thereof shall be like Lebanon. You see the if you hear what the man is saying? Well listen. That's why you have to understand one thing. You study to take things for granted, see, right? But you gotta understand Yahweh sit and stand up and he told Ishikar boy in thirty nine seventeen. So if you don't make the effort to understand that Yahweh didn't put 3917 in there just for the, just to put it in the Bible, he knew Lucia was going to read that and understand the verse. It's written. 37, 39 verse 17 is written in the Bible. It's for your consumption. What is that, Hill? The book of... It's a cowboy, Job, 3917. The book of Job, chapter 39, verse number 17 reads, book of Job 39, verse number 17, Job 39, verse 17 reads, because Shaquah have deprived her of wisdom, neither have he imparted to her understanding. Read again, Al. The book of Job 39. Verse number 17 reads, Because Shaquah have deprived her of wisdom, neither have he imparted to her understanding. You see that? See, sometimes it, see what happens with y'all understand. Sometimes, one of make a statement. She'll make a statement, and then it takes up two, three months and a half a year to figure out, oh, that was wrong last why did I say that? That's the point we make it. See, we keep on ignoring the Bible because somebody have degrees or whatever, can talk good, walk good, whatever. Listen, if Yahweh told you what he did, the understanding is not there until you instill the understanding in your better half and lead by example. I don't care how much education they have. Yahweh said he I have the pride of understanding and wisdom. Of this word you talking about. We talking about no corporate American job. We talking about the word. He said he did it because he got structure in order. And he wanted to be applied for him to come in through structure in order. This man got to lead by example and he got to make it he got to make a decision according to the Bible. Because um an eighteen verse 19, this is where it all kicked off at, 1819, a dynasty, when Yahweh was not speaking to Abraham, he wasn't saying Jack to Abraham. He was talking to the, the host of the angels. Look what he said. You know, this guy, you know, in 46, 9 through 11, we're not going to recall this from the beginning. So he was talking to the angels, and Abraham was not listening at all. But this is what he said about Abraham. What he said in 18, chapter, verse 19. The book of Genesis, chapter 18, verse number 19 reads, For I know him 
that he will command his children and his household after him. They shall keep the way of Yahweh to do justice and judgment. That Yahweh may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him. Uh, and, and, and what did he spoken of him in 12, chapter 1, 2, and 3? Well, he said, he said, I know what he's going to do. See, I know what he's going to do. He's going to command everybody under his roof. The law of statutes and commandments. He's going to command them to do it. It ain't what you think. He's going to command them to have on friends. He's going to command them when I move, you move. He's going to command them to follow his lead. And then I'm going to do what I said I was going to do in 12, chapter 1, 2, and 3. What do you think I'm going to do in 12, 1, 2, and 3 of Genesis? Book of Genesis, chapter 12, verse number 1, 2, and verse number 3 reads, Genesis 12, verse 1, I have said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, from thy father's house, to a land that I will show you. Verse number two. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee. Make thy name great, and you shall be a blessing. Verse number three. And I will bless them that bless you, curse them that curse you, and in yours, and in you shall all families of the earth be blessed. You see that? See the promise he made? He made, I'm going to put a blessing on you. Because I know you're going you gonna to do the same thing I did in Revelation chapter 5. The Bible was completed and he was given to me. I didn't question the Bible. I just done what the Bible said to do. Once we start, stop this round table discussion and see what the Bible said to do, the blessing would flow it on our family. See? The blessing would come. But long as we sit there having a round table discussion about what you will be doing on what Yahweh got written in his Bible. Listen, you holding especially you fixing on accounts. You holding a blessing to come to you. You got to follow what the Bible states. Your better half have to understand one thing. She got to be a root, chapter 1, 16 and 17, all day long, all day long. What is that? This, this is all going to come out of her mouth. It's root, chapter 1, 16 and 17. What is that here? The book of Ruth, chapter 1. Verse number 16, verse 17 reads, Book of Ruth, chapter 1, verse number 16, verse number 17. Book of Ruth, chapter 1, verse number 16 reads, And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee, or to return from falling after thee. For whether thou goest, I will go. Whether thou lodgest, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people. And your Yaqua, my Yaqua. Verse 17. For as I die, I will die, and there will I be buried. Yaqua do this so to me, and more also, if all but death part you and me. 
Yeah. And the book of Esther, that elder, chapter 1, verse 22. We just hold up a couple of verses. What it says in uh, verse number, let's go ahead and read it anyway. 22, 22. Let's see what it says in the book of Esther, chapter 1, verse 20. 22. The book of Esther, chapter 1, verse number 20 through 22 reads. Book of Esther, chapter 1, verse number 20 reads. When the king decree which he shall make shall be published throughout all his empire, for it is great, all the wives shall give to their husband honor, both to the great and small. Verse 21, and the same pleased the king, the princes, and the king did according to the word of Machan, 22, where he sent letters to all the king's provinces, to every province, according to the writing thereof, to every people after their language, that every man should bear rule in his own house, that it should be published according to the language of every people. Read verse 20 and 22 again. Verse 20 and 22 again. The book of Esther, chapter 1, verse number 20 reads, When the king decree, which he shall make, shall be published, that all his empire, which is great, all the wives shall give to their husband honor, both to the great and small. Verse 22. He sent letters to all the king's provinces, to every province, according to the writing thereof, to every people after their language, that every man should be bear rule in his own house, that it should be published according to the language of every people. In Hosea chapter 13, verse 10, 9 and 10, can you go see up in the book of Hosea chapter 13, verse 9? The king did that, huh? Let's see, um, let's see me break that down a little bit, Tim. And Hosea 13, verse 19. Let's see me break that down a little bit. The book of Hosea, chapter 13, verse number 9, verse number 10 reads. The book of Hosea, chapter 13, verse number 9. O Israel, that has destroyed thyself, but in me is thine help. Verse number 10, I will be thy king, whereas any other that may save thee in all thy city, and thy judges, of whom thou said, give me a king and a prince. Mm-hmm. So that was the Almighty put words in the king's mouth. Just like the Almighty put words in the 13th chapter, verse 26 and 27. You like the Almighty, Almighty do something else too. In the book of Acts 13, 26, 27, you know, can you have to see what do Almighty do? Acts 13, 26, and 27, what it say? Book of Acts chapter 13, verse number 26, and verse 27 reads, Acts chapter 13, verse 26, 
men and brethren, children of the stock of Abraham, whosoever among you fear of Yahweh, to you is the word of this salvation sent. Verse 27, for they that dwell in Yahweh Judah and their rulers, because they knew him not, nor yet the voices of the seers, which I read every Sabbath day, they have fulfilled them and condemned him. Mm-hmm. Luke 1 7. Hallelujah. Now, when you hear the voice of the seer every Sabbath, let me let, me let you know who you really hear every Sabbath. 1 verse 7. It's close you're going to get to it in 1 verse 7. The book of Luke, chapter 1. Verse number 70 reads Luke, chapter 1, verse 70. As he spake by the mouth of his righteous hmm. seers, which have been since the world began. You see that? So, so when you uh, play, play the seal no never mind, really, you you really paying never mind at almighty Yahweh. That's what you're paying no never mind. Because he spoke through the seal, and they passed it on to the other. What you got to do, you got to, if you got, if, if it was a man, <clears throat> a man, you got to honor that man. If you not honor that man, you out of, you, you out of the will of Almighty Yahweh. <clears throat> now, I hear you, Elder, Mr. Chill, give me that St. John, Elder. Give me that St. John, chapter 1, verse 49, to make sure we're clear about who is this uh, king that spoke to the earthly king through his mouth. Let's find who this king is in St. John 149, that elder, Mr. Jill. Let's find again who this king is. Okay, in the book of St. John, chapter 1, reading verse 49, 49 says, verse number 49, answered and said unto him, Rabbi, thou art son of Yahweh, thou art king of Israel. So this king that was speaking, and probably 16 verse 1 there, elder Mr. Kiel, well, we can understand that verse. That was, that was the Almighty speaking to that king to tell him, I don't care if you're in captivity. The woman's supposed to honor Yahweh's man, honor him. That is an order from on high. So if you got a better half and they're not honoring you, I'm sure what he got written in this Bible. I'm sure what the Bible got written. Remember, he speaks through the seal, right? So, these ain't not my words. These are the words that we just read to you by speaking through the field. And it's up to you to take, take heed to it. What you getting ready to read that, Elder? Mr. Steele? In the book of Proverbs, the 16th reading, verse number 1, says, The preparations of the mind in man and the answer of the tongue is from the Yaqua. You see that? So you see that? 
and give me uh, 21. So you see that? That's Yahweh speaking to whoever. That's why sometimes you be saying something, you know, and you don't know what you're saying. Yahweh will send Satan speak to your mouth. Yahweh will name the thing. But he's telling you, understand this, fix the Nordic cap. The leaders demand your better half supposed to honor you. She's not honoring you, and Yahweh is telling you exactly what's supposed to be done. Now, what you're reading there, 21 verse 2 there, El? Book of Proverbs, chapter 21, verse 2 says, Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Yahweh pondered. So Yahweh pondered that mind. He makes that mind say what he's going to say, and he has us to say what we got to say to you. I'm telling you something. He might intervene until he see what his Bible says and he got from his father. Because you don't understand something, Sarat, El, Sarat, 36, 24. We got to understand the position of the Bible. The position in the Bible is written, and those that wear the pants, while the one that wears the dress and the fringes on it, you got to understand this Bible saying. You got to make a choice. Either you will do the Bible, or you will continue to have your ten dollars. But the blessing of Yahweh will not be in your possession. Because you're not making a decision according to the Bible. Sharat 36, 24, what it say? In the book of Sharat, chapter 36, reading verse number 24, says, He that getteth a wife beginneth a possession, and a help like unto himself, and a pillar of rest. Your better half will be a possession to you, and she will be a pillar of rest. Huh? A pillar of rest. That was going to be the use. So if you got a pillar of rest, then you say, well, okay, I'm lying with the Bible. But if she's not a pillar of rest to you, then, uh, so that's her position to you. So you look in the mirror. Tell me, do you have a pillar of rest? Hmm? Um, or do you have a um, Isaiah 57 verse 4? I, I'm going to ask you, fix my camera. You're better at it. Is she um, Isaiah 57 verse 4? What does it say? Hell, is she a 57 verse 4? Or is she a pillar of rest to you? Isaiah 57 verse 4. Hell. Mr. Tibbs, come on. Elder Tibbs. Book of uh, Isaiah, chapter 57, verse 4 says, Against whom do ye sport yourselves? Against whom do ye make a wide mouth and draw out the tongue? Are ye not the children of transgression? A seed of falsehood. What 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 they do again? Against who you make a a got a wide mouth 
Chapter 25. 21 and skip down to 25 and 26. You want to know what to do? Let's um, show what you do. Do what you do. In the book of Sherrod, chapter 21, reading verses 21, skipping 25. 25-21. 25-21. Let's get down to verse 25 and 26. So right, 25, verse 21, get down to 25 and 26. Hey, oh, come on. The 25, starting at 20, verse 21, reading verses 25 and 26. 21 says, Stumble not at the beauty of a woman, and desire her not for pleasure. 25, give the water no passage, neither a wicked woman, liberty to a gad abroad. 26. If she go not 
as thou wouldest have her. Cut her off from thy flesh and give her a bill of divorce and let her go. You mean Yahweh spoke through the fear, and we read when he says, he said, you do what? If she don't go the way you show her to go through the page of the book, what do you say you do in verse 25? If she go not as thou wouldst have her, cut her off from thy flesh and give her a bill of divorce and let her go. You mean that Bible said that? That Bible said that, Adam? I'll read that one. Well, give me your uh, chain then. Then what would y'all do then? Joshua 24, verse 15. Okay, that was in the 24, verse number 16. Joshua 24, okay, make it 15. Joshua 24, verse number 15 says, And if it seems evil unto you to serve the Yahweh, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the Yahweh's which your father served that were on the side of the flood, or the Yahweh's of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Yahweh. That's plain. That's real plain to me. Now, Ero, Yada Israel. Now, I want to come back and get that 78. Um, that's plain. Now, you got a Bible. I mean, this is take number 76. That's Bible. I mean, this is, we ain't got nothing to hurt. When you hear a small steel voice, it tell you what he wants to put on the table. So if you got a better hand and I ain't gonna go the way you tell to go, you'll never tell you what to do. Then you got the blessing of Yahweh. Take one nail up and put another nail out. Because if you don't do that, that is your that's gonna be your kryptonite. If you don't do Bible, that's gonna be your kryptonite. And you and you, and you are ordained to do the way the man tell you to do it. You got to aim to do it the way man tell you to do it. Then you don't do it, it's on you. So let me get ready to read now in Psalm 78, Elder. See, we both know this right here. 78, 24, and 25. What does it say, Elder? Elder Yadda Israel, what does it say? The book of Psalms, chapter 78. Verse number 24, verse 25 reads. Psalm 78, verse number 24 reads. And had rained down manna upon them to eat, and had given them of the corn of heaven. Verse 25. Men did eat angels' food. He sent them meat to the full. So this manna and this angel food is Deuteronomy 23, 25. Is what else? What is this thing we're talking about? What is this we talking about? This manner, this angel food that came from heaven is what again in uh, 2325? Give me what I need. The book of Deuteronomy 23, verse 25 reads, When thou comest 
into the standing corn. The standing corn, not the one in the cans. The standing corn. You hear the man the stand? This man done told you some things. It's up to you. You you want to continue to eat that dead man food and go ahead. But the man telling you, you want some angel food? Get you some standing some standing corn. Now with your watermelon and your grapes and standing corn, ninety days from the day, you 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 will not be the thanks to fix anointing camp on how your body now everything been flushed out. The lower part and there's another thing on the wall of them. Tell you again now. On the wall of them. You know the part when you get down to the white part and the green back of it. You throw that away, don't you? No, don't throw that away. Put it in your blender. But that that part, the white part and the green on the outside scale, that works the lower part of your body. That cleans you out in the lower part of your body. It gives you like uh back in the day when you drink your your strong drink. No, no. The water number, the white part and the green, it stimulates the lower of your body. It's also, for your better half, it, it tickles up, too. Get it prepared for you. Oh, no, no, never throw that away. No. Put that blender on that. The white part and the, the back. You want all the juice to come out of in the cup and drink that cup. Watch the fire coming out. Do you feel a kick in the lower part of your body? You feel very heavy. All right, oh, look at this. She said, yeah, I see it. That's for me. Look, that's for you. See that? what happened. If you see, the Bible tell you everything. Huh? Forget it. Tell you what time it is. Don't throw that wall. No. Cut that wall of men out and them, them green, that white part, and, and put it in that blender and get that juice out there and drink that juice. And boy, I'm tell you something. Everybody's eyes going to light up. They will see, oh, it, 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 you do have, it, it is there. Yeah, it's there. All right. Hey, hello. Let's run to um, Leviticus chapter 23, and we'll look at verse 1, 9, and 23. Leviticus 23, give me 1, 2, 9, and 23. Hello, God, God, Israel. Leviticus 23, verse 1, 2. Let's get down to verse 9 and 23, what it says. The book of Leviticus, chapter 23, verse number 1 and 2, verse number 9, verse number 23 reads. Book of Leviticus 23, verse number 1. Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, verse number 2, speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, concerning the feast, of Yahweh, which you shall proclaim to be holy congregation, even these are my feet. Verse number nine. Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, Verse number twenty three. Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, Huh? Man, is he trying to get your attention? What did he say in uh, Numbers 29, verse 40 there? He'll come right back. And we'll pick it up verse 27 down to 32. But what, what is he saying in Numbers 29, verse 4? Book of Numbers, chapter 29, verse number 40 reads, And Moses told the family of Israel, according to all that Yahweh commanded Moses. Yeah. 
In Leviticus 
in the place which Yahweh choose to place his name there. Oh, so you got to be in one of the six locations to receive 238. Uh, 238 of 2nd Ezra, Elder Yada, and 238. Let's read a little bit so we get our point. So it got to be, the only, uh, you got to be in one of the six and on account. You can't, um, you know, well, I just, no, it don't work like that. You don't blow it again. And guess what? You keep on blowing it, you going to, the man going to blow you. Keep blowing it. 238, the second Ezra. See it, see it talking again. Let's see what the second Ezra got to say. Book of second Ezra is 2. Verse number 38 reads. Second Ezra 2, verse 38. Arise up and stand. <laughs> Behold the number of those that be sealed in the feast of Yahweh. Verse 39. Which are departed from the shadow of the world. And I received the great garments of Yahweh. Verse number 40. Take thy number, O God, Judah, and shed up those of thine that are clothed in white, which have fulfilled the law of Yahweh. Fulfilled what law? In Numbers 1537 uh, to 39. What law? What law? What law that they fulfilled? Their health? And uh, what book we read? Um, Numbers 37, 15, 37 to 39. What are you talking about? Book of Numbers 15, verse 37 to 39 reads. Numbers 15, verse 37. Yahweh speak unto Moses, saying, verse 38, speak unto the children of Israel, and bid them that they make them fridges in the borders of their garments throughout their generation, and that they put upon the fringe of the border a ribbon of blue. Verse 39. That should be unto you for a fringe, that you may look upon it, and remember all the commandments of Yahweh, and do them, that you seek not after your own mind, and after your own eyes, after which you used to go whoring. Mm. Now, uh, 24, reading verse number 14. 14 says, But this I confess unto thee, that after the way which they call heresy, so worship I the Yahweh of my fathers, believing all things which are written in the law and in the seers. You see that? He said, he said, he said, uh, no, y'all got me wrong. I believe all things are written. Yeah, I believe all things are written. So about these these days, I believe it. That's why he kept it. He believed everything was fixed. I believe all things are written. What about you? 
See, but the, the Christian church say, well, they've done away with apostles. No, honey. Because I believe all that. And uh, Paul made a statement, Elder Mr. Chips, and uh, he made a statement over here in uh, the book of Acts 26. He, he, and he told, he, he made it plain well, what he was on to. In the book of Acts, he made it plain. In Acts 26, he said, I mean, he, he made it plain. I don't know how they keep overlooking how you make it plain what he's working with. You know, 26, he made it plain about what he owned in verse 6 and 7. Let's see what he say he owned in Acts 26, verse 6 and 7. You know, what he say he owned? In the book of Acts, chapter 20. Four. 26, 26, 26, verse number 6 and 7. In the book of Acts, chapter 26, verse number 6 and verse number 7. 6 says, And now I stand, and I am judge for the hope of the promise made of Yahweh unto our fathers. 7. Unto which promise our 12 tribes instantly serving Yahweh day and night hope to come for which hope's sake king agrippa i am accused of the jews judah you have accused of judah so he said uh, he said he said he said hope for who uh the whole world the christian world what he say he was uh he said and judge of who again now what he said mission was all about the twelve tribes. The twelve tribes. The twelve tribes. See what Paul's saying? He said, I'm, a, I'm about, listen, he said, out of my mouth. Listen to me, y'all. Out of my mouth. He said, all I'm about is the twelve tribes. And I thought, give me a close statement in 49, 20. What's the twelve tribes he's talking about? In Genesis, in Genesis, um, he'll give a close statement. In 49, 28, he tell me what twelve tribes that he all concerned about by name. That's all he concerned about. He's outstanding. I'm here representing the Torah tribe of what? Genesis 20, 29, 29, whatever I say. Forget what I say. You said 49. You said Genesis okay. uh, 49, verse number 28. 28. Thank you, Elder. And the close of the Twenty-eight says, and all these are the twelve tribes of Israel, and this is that their fathers spake unto them and blessed them, and every one according to his blessing, he blessed them. So Paul was standing for the twelve tribes of Israel. So with that understanding, listen, fix another count. Please read the Bible right. When Paul is referring to anybody that he came looking for. It was the hope of the twelve tribes of Israel. They had to put Israel in there. They and that but we already knew they knew already what was going on in forty nine twenty eight. Elder, that was excellent on your part. Cold statement is all yours. Come on, Elder. Come on. Once again, God bless you, see Israel, and bless all the people that listen to uh, the broadcast tonight. Bless uh the elder teacher. 
and everyone else in our class that are listening. But one thing we've learned and one thing that we know, which was spoke of earlier during the broadcast, in John 3.10, it says, Yahweh the Son answered and said unto them, Art thou master of Israel, and knoweth not these things? So these things we are taught, so that we may know and pass the word unto others, so that they uh, know the right way. Hallelujah. Yahweh. Hallelujah, Ma. Because this ministry, uh, Elder Yagdar, this ministry is really, um, it's got some Acts 17, verse 6 in it, Elder Yagdar, Israel. These six anointed camps really got some um, 17, verse 6 in them. What's that? What did it say, Elder? The book of Acts, chapter 17. Verse number six reads, Book of Acts chapter 17, verse number six. Acts 17, verse number six reads, When they found them not, they drew Jason and certain brethren unto the rulers of the city, cried, These have turned the world upside down. I come hither also. <laughs> That's right. That's what we got to do. But by, by up turning it upside down, it's really, it's a, it's really um, a prophecy in 24 verse 1 of Isaiah. But really we turning it, and the reason why we got to turn it upside down, because it was prophesied in 24 verse 1 of Isaiah something, Elder Yagdai Israel, said that we can read in um, 24 verse 1 of Isaiah. See, that's what, that's what the verse is full of, huh? This is spoke through their mouth to let them know it's going to be a minister come on the scene and they're going to turn this thing upside down because of the prophecy in, in Isaiah 24, verse 1. What does that The book of Isaiah, chapter 24, verse number 1 reads, book of Isaiah 24, verse number 1. Behold, Yaqua maketh the earth empty, maketh it wait. Turneth it upside down, and scattereth abroad the inhabitants thereof. Mm-hmm. He gonna scatter the inhabitants, the ones that um that are done with really most. What what ha- What is the reason he gonna turn it upside down? Really, it's turned upside down. Will be really, he got turned upside down to straighten it up. So uh, read down a little bit more. Cause what what will happen here? Break it down in the next two verses. What will happen Why he got to use so, so much of drastic measurements on this world really they know. Verse number two. This shall be as with the people, so with priests, with the servants, so with his master, as with the maid, so with her mistress, with the buyer, so with the seller, as with the lender, so with the borrower, as with the taker of usury, so it's the giver of usury to him. Verse number three. The land shall be utterly empty and utterly spoiled. For Yahweh has spoken this word. Verse number four. The earth mourneth and fadeth away. The world language and fadeth away. The hearty people of the earth do language. Verse five. The earth also is defiled under the inhabitants thereof. Because they have transgressed the law. Change the ordinance. Broken the everlasting covenant. 
You see what he He said this world is defiled by the inhabitants, the one that's running this world. It's defiled by them because they don't book the everlasting covenant. The everlasting covenant says keep Leviticus 23. They came all over the world to the sixth anointed camp to keep the the six the the feet that that come up tomorrow night. They were five now. They forgot to even get an off day on the job. That's how our nine did the, the, the foul. You, you listen. We speaking from the mouth of Yahweh. Tell you what the man's saying. Because in Zechariah, before you read Zechariah, I'm going to show you the benefit of it. Go to um, what Yahweh said he's going to do in, in Jeremiah 46, 27, 28. Let's talk about the L. Yahweh, Yahweh said he's going to do out of the mouth of Jeremiah. And 46, 27, 28. What do you say he's going to do, El? The book of Jeremiah, 46, number 27, verse 28 reads, Jeremiah 46, verse 27. But fear not thou, O my servant Israel. Be not dismayed, O Israel. For behold, I will save you from afar off. You'll see from the land of their captivity. And Israel shall return and be in rest and at ease. And none shall make him afraid. Verse 28. Fear thou not, O Israel, my servant, say of Yahweh. For I am with thee. I will make a full end of all nations where I have driven you, but I will not make a full end of you, but correct thee in measure. You will I not leave you wholly unpunished. All right, that he is the man in sin. He is the man in sin. He say, listen, all that Christianity talk about we are missing. No, he is the man in sin in verse twenty-eight. Read again, El. Book of Jeremiah 46, verse number 28 reads, Fear thou not, O Israel, my servant, say of Yahweh, for I am with you, for I will make a full end of all nations, whether I have driven you, I will not make a full end of you, but correct you and measure, yet will I not leave you wholly unpunished. But he's about not going to leave you unpunished. You have to make a sacrifice. You have to, you, especially ones in leadership, I don't leave you on promise. No. I will make a full end of all, all the, the world, big dignitaries. I'm going to make a full end of them. And he's going to tell you why he's going to make an end of them. Do the mouth of Jeremiah. See, do you understand this Bible is trying to tell you something? This is why you gonna make a full end of everybody. Because when you go to these Christian churches, Islam and Judaism, you never hear what we can read in the 30th chapter, verse 4 of Jeremiah, and then skip down to 15, down to verse number 17. And now, my fact, read 18, just make it sound good. We're going to, we're going to Jeremiah 30, verse 4, 15, down to verse number 18. So you're not going to never hear this nowhere. And all we're doing is reading the same Bible they got. But you ain't going to be paid to skip all this good stuff. 30 verse 4, 15 down to verse 18. What is that, Elvis? Look at Jeremiah chapter 30, verse number 4. Verse number 15 through 18 reads, 
Book of Jeremiah chapter 30, verse number 4. And these are the words that Yahweh spake concerning Israel and concerning Yahweh Judah. Verse number 15. Why criest thou for thy affliction? Thy sorrow is incurable for the multitude of thy sins. Because thy sins will increase. And I have done these things unto thee. Verse number 16. And for all they that devour you shall be devoured. All your adversaries, in one of them, shall go to captivity. And they that spoil you shall be a spoil. All they that preyed upon thee will I give for prey. Verse 17. For I will restore help unto you. I will heal you of your wounds, because they call you an outcast. Say, this is Yachdah Judah, whom no man seeketh after. Verse number 18. Hello, Barb. Yes, I am pissed. I am upset. Verse number 18. The same Yachdah. You are to bring again the captivity of Israel's tents, tribes, and have mercy on his dwelling places. And the city shall be built upon her own heap, and the palace shall remain after the manner thereof. Yeah. Well, you know, you know they, you know they always gonna look for who they can kind of um, get in the ear. And by I'm so I'm, I'm just so upset if you so. Give me up thirty three verse thirty out of verse thirty three uh, uh, Ezekiel. Let me let me answer that what you just got through here. Let me answer that on tape. And Ezekiel 33, verse 30 to 33, let me answer that. Let me answer what we just got through here. Come on. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 33, verse number 30 reads. Ezekiel 33, verse number 30. Book of Ezekiel 33, verse number 30 reads. Also, thou son of man, the children of your people still are talking against thee by the walls and in the doors of the houses. Speak one to another, everyone to his brother, saying, Come, I pray you, and hear what is the word that cometh forth from Yahweh. 31. They come unto thee as thy people cometh. They sit before thee as my people. They hear thy word. We're not but they would not do, but they would not do them. But with their mouth they show much love, but their mind goes after their covetousness. Verse number 32. And lo, thou art unto them as a very lovely song, a one that hath a pleasant voice and can play well on an instrument. For they hear the right words, but they do them not. Verse 33. And when this cometh to pass, it will come. Then shall they know that a seer have been among them. Yeah. So um you know they you know and first now the WCC one they 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 want that call to go all the way through. <laughs> so that's the way it is. But uh in first Corinthians fifteen thirty three, do you have any out else? First Corinthians fifteen thirty three. The book of First Corinthians. Chapter 15, verse number 33 reads, 
Book of 1 Corinthians 15, verse 33. Be not deceived. Evil communication corrupts good men. That's right. So you can't always be the one that receive all of, uh, I'm just so mad at that fear, like they told me. I like it. I can see I can see your head in in your head got a net and, and I got it and I can run it into a tree. Why do you want to run and see your head into a tree? We you sound the fear speaking from the mouth of Yahweh to tell you this this is what what he received in Revelation chapter five. He couldn't make no alterations. Still can't make no alterations. So probably the elders don't make no alteration with the Bible saying that's the way it is. Galatians chapter 6, 6 down to verse 9. What does it say? Um, the book of Galatians chapter 6. Verse number 6 through 9 reads. Book of Galatians chapter 6. Verse number 6 through 9 reads. Galatians 6 verse 6. Let him that is taught the word communicate unto him that teaches in all good things. Verse number seven, be not deceived, Yahweh is not mocked, for whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. Verse number eight, for he that soweth to his flesh, shall of the flesh reap corruption. For he that soweth to the spirit, shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. Verse number nine, let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap. If we paint not. In the book of in the book of Psalms thirty seven verse twelve. Elder King Yepto, in the book of Psalms thirty seven verse twelve. The book of Psalms thirty seven. Verse number twelve reads Psalms thirty seven. Verse number twelve. The wicked plotted against the just and gnashing upon him with their teeth. <laughs> you know, you see what now? But uh but but what but what we do know in Proverbs twenty four sixteen, we know the wicked gonna gnash the teeth at the just. We we clear about that. But we also clear what Solomon where he pulled that from and uh, he, no, he didn't pull it from there. That Yahweh gave him a little bit more to work with in uh, 2416, his son. What do you say in Proverbs 2416? Book of Proverbs chapter 24, verse number 16 reads. Book of Proverbs chapter 24, verse number 16 reads. Proverbs 24, verse 16. For a just man falleth seven times and rises up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. You see that? He said, a just man, he gonna, I mean, you, you might get a lick in on those fields. He might fall, but one thing about it, that's complete. But now it's time for the fear and all the fixing on the catch shine. I mean, we, we, I mean, you know, we know we hit on every side. But we also know what end time prophecy says in verse number nine twenty one. We know what end time prophecy says. Revelation nine twenty one. What it say, yo? Look at Revelation chapter nine, 
Revelation chapter 9, verse number 21 reads. Book of Revelation chapter 9, verse 21. Neither repented they of their murderers, nor of their sorceries, nor of their fornication, nor of their thefts. He says, it's going to be a people that's not going to repent, period. They know they ain't, know it ain't right. Can't find a fifth to back up nothing, but they're just gonna take it all the way in. They ain't gonna repent. Revelation chapter 14, verse 7 says, What else? Look at Revelation 14, verse number 7 reads. Look at Revelation 14, verse 7. Saying, With a loud voice, fear your father, give honor to him, for the hour of his judgment has come. And worship him that made heaven. Earth, the sea, and the fountain of water. You hear the man just say So when we read Leviticus 23, verse 1 and 2, Elder, 1, 2, and 4, what is it saying, 1, 2, and 4? Leviticus 23, verse 1, 2, and 4, what is it saying? Book of Leviticus 23, verse number 1 through 4 reads. One, two, and Levit- four. One, two, and four. One, two. Skip three. Three verses. The book of Leviticus, chapter 23, verse number one and two, and verse number four reads. Leviticus 23, verse number one. And Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, verse number two, speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, concerning the feast of Yahweh. Which you shall proclaim to be righteous conversations, even these are my feasts. Verse number four. These are the feasts of Yahweh, even holy convocations, which you shall proclaim in their season. 27 to 32, L, 27 to 32, same book. The book of Leviticus 23, verse number 27 to 32 reads, Leviticus 23, verse number 27 reads, Also on the 10th day of the seventh month, that shall be a day of atonement, shall be a righteous convocation unto you. You shall afflict your soul, and offer an offering made by fire unto Yahweh. Verse 28. You shall do no work in that same day, which is a day of atonement, to make an atonement for you, before Yahweh your Yahweh. Verse 29. For whatsoever soul it be, that shall not be afflicted in that same day, he shall be cut off from among his people. Verse number 30. And whatsoever soul it be, that doeth any work in that same day, the same soul will I destroy from among his people. Verse 31. You shall do no manner of work. It shall be a statue forever throughout your generations and all your dwellings. Verse 32. It shall be unto you a Sabbath of rest, and you shall afflict your soul in the ninth day of the month at evening. From evening unto evening shall you celebrate your Sabbath. 38 and 44. 38 and 44. 38 reads. Besides the Sabbath of Yahweh, Besides your gifts, besides all your vows, besides all your free will offerings, which you shall give unto Yahweh, 
verse number 44. And Moses declared unto the children of Israel the peace of Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Give me out of the ninth chapter of Numbers, verse 13 and 14, and close the statement. Oh, that was excellent again. Excellent. Excellent, what I can say. Read the Bible. What it says in the ninth chapter of Numbers, 13 and 14, and close the statement. Take your time. Excellent. Come on. Because Numbers chapter 9, number 13, verse number 14 reads. Because Numbers chapter 9, Verse number 13. But the man that is clean and is not in a journey, forbear to keep the feast. Even the same soul shall be cut out from among his people, because he brought not the feast of Yahweh in his appointed season, that man shall bear his sin. Verse number 14. If a stranger shall sojourn among you, will keep the feast until Yahweh According to the ordinance, according to the manner thereof, so shall he do. You shall have one ordinance, both for the stranger, for him that was born in the land. Excellent. This is take number seven sixes up there. Those who want to review it in about 15 to 30 minutes, review it over. Elder Yadah Israel, you've done your part, and we'll catch the eyeball to eyeball at the the feast with the white garments on in the fringes. You're on the clock for your closing statements. All yours and come up. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. To the twelve tribes of Israel, scattered to the four corners of the globe, Yahweh be with you, and Yahweh bless you. Hallelujah, Yahweh. I don't know what to add. I want to add to this no more than I understand one thing. Listen, we got to make a call. It, so, you know, get in line with old man Sear and the six and only camps. You got to get in line for that. But one thing about it, we read what the Bible says, and, and we put on Luke 12, 12. We speak what he gives us at that very same hour. So you really ain't mad at me for the six and only camps. You mad at the four level man, YHW. That what you mad at. Because it's all going to stand. And every knee going to bow down to program. To like, or you're going to be in 6624 in the thigh. It's written in Isaiah. If you don't do what the man telling you to do, you're going to get a bow. And he says in Zephaniah 1, 6 9, I'm going to punish you with strange apparel. And he said in 7, 9, Daniel said, I'm looking right at the man. He was sitting on a chair full of fire. He had on a, a white garment on with fringes on it, in the fire. So he wouldn't tell you to wear no fringes if he didn't have none on. And he had woolly hair, too, in Daniel 7, verse 9. He had woolly hair. White garment on, and then he had a body. And he had his princes on. You know why he got his princes on? He told his son to tell the angel, tell Moses, tell children of Israel, put on princes. He'd be the biggest hypocrite in the world if he ain't got no princes. When we see the father and the son, if they ain't got no princes on, they'd be the biggest hypocrites in the world. Why they tell you to wear princes and they don't have it on? 
So we on a chain. You've been pulled out from among the world. Don't leave home without your friend. This is what this 